I'm Bonnie Lin, Director of the China Power Project and Senior Fellow for Asian Security at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. In this episode of the China Power Podcast, we're discussing how Taiwan views Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Taiwan leaders and analysts are closely following not only what Taiwan should do to increase its defenses, but also Chinese lessons learned from the Ukraine conflict. The Ukraine conflict has renewed debate within Taiwan on what the island should invest in for its defenses and how much Taipei can rely on the United States or other foreign military assistance. Taiwan is considering extending compulsory military service beyond the current four months. Taiwan citizens have drawn inspiration from the way Ukrainians mobilize to defend themselves against a powerful neighbor. Many are volunteering for civil defense training. Joining us to discuss how Taiwan views the situation and what Taiwan is learning is Dr. Shen Mingshi. Dr. Shen is the director of the Division of National Security Research and acting deputy chief executive officer at the Institute for National Defense and Security Research in Taiwan. Previously, Dr. Shen was an associate professor in the Department of Strategic Studies in the War College at the National Defense University in Taiwan. He was also an adjunct associate professor in International Affairs and Strategic Studies Graduate School at Tom Kong University. Dr. Shen served in the Taiwan Army, where he retired at the rank of Colonel. Dr. Shen, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure to join the China Power Podcast. Thank you. So the topic of our discussion today is how does Taiwan view the situation in Ukraine? Uh, so to start, let me just ask you that very broad question. How does Taiwan view the Russian invasion of Ukraine and its implications for Taiwan? So for example, what aspect of the conflict in Ukraine have attracted most attention, discussion, or concern in Taiwan? Taiwan society is uh, worried about whether the Ukraine war will make China to copy or follow this model and launch an invasion of war against Taiwan when the United States is weak in military. Because we can see that the United States withdraw from Afghanistan and many discussion about this. So some Taiwanese think that if United States is busy in East Europe or has no time or resource to protect Taiwan, uh, I think it's very dangerous. In addition, Taiwan will also pay attention to the reaction of the United States and the international community to the Ukraine war and think about Taiwan's threat situation. And therefore, uh, we can see many uh, talking about the so-called today's Ukraine and tomorrow's Taiwan, today's Russia and tomorrow's China become a hot topic in the past months in media circle, including the social network. In terms of your first point about how the Russia's invasion of Ukraine is affecting perceptions of the United States, uh, one of the things that the U.S. government has been trying to do is to increase our engagements with Taiwan, but also increase our activities in the Indo-Pacific to reassure our allies and partners. Has this been impacting how the Taiwan public has seen this, or has the Taiwan public not, been, not paid attention to some of the increased activities the United States has taken in the past couple of weeks? Uh, according to my um, contact with uh, not ordinary people in Taiwan, uh, the, the all know that because in the Taiwan Relation Act, there are no any article talking about United States should send the truth to Taiwan. But right now, we know that the Taiwan and 
United States relation is uh, uh, very good. Many Taiwanese also believe that, yeah, United States will support Taiwan, but not, uh, maybe not send the troops to Taiwan. And maybe Ukraine model were used in Taiwan, just like uh, apply the uh, weapon system and the uh, national training, uh, Ukraine troop, something like that. I, I think Taiwanese people is also understand that model. Very interesting. I, I did want to follow up on what you mentioned as the Ukraine model. So do many Taiwan citizens view how Russia engaged in its invasion of Ukraine to be similar to how China may invade Taiwan? Or is there just general concern of Russian aggression leading to Chinese aggression, but understanding that the invasion plans might be different? Yes, Russia's invasion of Ukraine attract many Taiwanese uh, attention because it is not a localized conflict like uh, 2014 Crimea, but an aggressive action to occupy a country and try to replace the region. And Taiwan facing the threat of a China invasion for decades. And two hegemony power, China and Russia, are close strategic partnership. It makes Taiwanese naturally concern Russia's invasion thinking about, and then thinking about the China threat. Despite Taiwan and Ukraine had different terrain and location and uh, military tradition, and the operation strategy and tactics is different, but in some contents, still worth to make a comparative case study in some aspect of China future invasion to Taiwan. Is this a common thread across a political spectrum, or are you seeing different political parties in Taiwan take have different takeaways on Ukraine? Yeah, it's very interesting when the Ukraine war breaking. From the view of the media and some political party uh, since the outbreak of the war, it can be seen that some pan blue party and media follow China's point of view to comment this war and also criticize Taiwan government of a defense policy, uh, such as uh, military reform and uh, on uh, procurement policy they say that these two policies will lead China to begin the invest to Taiwan. And also intimidate Taiwan people will suffer the tragic consequence of the war like Ukraine from the media. But the Penguin political party observed the war from Ukraine's point. They sympathize that Ukraine people and admire a Ukraine spirit of fighting to the end. So you can see that Taiwan's donation, money donation to the Ukraine is a, a 0.9 billion new Taiwan to Ukraine. So you can see that Taiwan people also sympathize the Ukraine situation. So they donate many money. And since uh, Russia defeated in combat in the phase one or the first stage, and many people recognition that the, of Ukraine by the uh, international community, in that time, the Pembroke uh, politician uh, afraid of that publicly support Russia and China claim uh, will be blamed by the people, but still criticize defense policy and question uh, government's mistake of the mobilization and defense policy. And are you seeing that uh, these different views on what Taiwan should be taking away from Ukraine 
is having a relatively pronounced effect in terms of creating divisions among Taiwan's uh, defense analysts and saying what types of capabilities should Taiwan invest in. Of course, Taiwan also thinking about how to get some useful lesson from Ukraine war. But you can see that uh, Ukraine war divided two parts. The first part is the urban guerrilla warfare. Uh, there is very good lesson for Taiwan because you can see in Taiwan, we have many small city and big city near the coast and near the mountain. We can use this city, big city or small city to get a very good protection for the guerrilla warfare. And But how to combine the regular army and the guerrilla army and even civil defense troop is very important. I think that the Ukraine uh, civil defense troop, their capability, their combat capability is very good. This capability for Taiwan civil defense, because Taiwan civil defense is just for the civilian affair, not military affair. So I think this is very good lesson for Taiwan to learn from Ukraine war. But uh, in the phase two or the uh, second stage, uh, right now you, you can see that uh, in the east part of uh, Ukraine, uh, maybe it's a big war, maybe a traditional war. It's not a guerrilla war. Of course, in Taiwan, have some uh, traditional, but including air, including sea, and including landing. Uh, I think it is more different. In uh, uh, urban guerrilla, many uh, similar, but the traditional war is the two countries are different. Thank you. In terms of how, as as Taiwan looks to uh, reform or adapt after uh, the crisis in Ukraine, one of the key questions is, to what extent is the Taiwan public behind these efforts to improve Taiwan's defense? So we've seen a number of survey results that seem to suggest that uh, public support for, or at least attention to Taiwan's defense has increased. But I wanted to ask you, how, how important is public support for defense of Taiwan, and how has this changed since the Russian invasion of Ukraine? Yes, uh, the proportion of the Taiwanese people uh, willing to fight to defend their own country has been increasing, of course, according to your report. Uh, I think this uh, trend already exists before the Ukraine war breaking. But it was even higher because of the stimulation and encouragement of the Ukraine war. What is the stimulation? I think is that the people of Taiwan understand that negotiation and the compromise in face to the detector state does not work. It's no fact. In fact, uh, fighting and defending for freedom and democracy is the only choice. The encouragement referred to that the weak power or small country like Ukraine military, which is not a NATO country, because of courage uh, fighting and all peoples out to fight, already writing a heroic chapter in the history of the war. Young people who are committed to defend the country uh, encourage the public understand that the importance of the national defense. And the general public pay attention also to the role and responsibility of the military and also express a lot of uh, expectation on the military. And the society not stop the military, but it is generally questioned whether the military service, four months, 
it's too short to come back. Um, but there's no consensus on how long it should be extended. But it's not doubtful about the need of defense or a military. Thank you. I want to move the discussion to focus a little bit on how Taiwan views China, given the uh, conflict in Europe. So some in the U.S. believe that Russia's struggles in Ukraine might deter China from invading Taiwan, at least in the near term. Others believe that China will be more confident of its ability to carry out invasion because it will learn from Russia's mistakes. As you or others in Taiwan are looking at China and how, what China is learning, do you believe that China has changed its political calculus or policy on Taiwan as a result of Ukraine? Reunification of Taiwan is a historical mission of the PRA. Uh, no matter how internal or external environment change, I think this mission will not change or disappear. I think the Ukraine war made China realize that the Russian-style fast war may not be effective against the war of aggression, just like Taiwan, a total war, especially in war that lack of support of information based intelligence, civilians, reconnaissance means it's even more difficult to win. Just an example, just a lesson in Ukraine for Russia. And before China had this capability, we know that uh, Xi Jinping urged uh, courage that the PRA uh, they need to uh, complete this capability before 2027. And before China had this capability, China will not take the initiative to launch a war against Taiwan. But if Taiwan takes a very strong action, a political action, and even if China joins combat uh, capability is insufficient, it will still avoid Taiwan's uh, drastic political action and affect China's stability. In addition, the support and the assistance of the United States and NATO to Ukraine will also make China consider it more or prepare in advance to prevent the sanction, uh, economic sanction from the international community and also prepare if United States or Japan will intervene uh, Taiwan Strait conflict. And any war that has undergone a long-term preparation and planning will, will consider possible any variable. If China learn from Russia's combat experience and develop a new A2AD weapon system and tactic and strategy against the possible involvement or intervene from the United States and the NATO in combat, combat operation, it will make China more confident in handling the Taiwan issue with hypersonic weapon system or nuclear warhead in order to deter uh, United States intervention. And for the United States, uh, the model of involvement for intervening in the Ukraine war doesn't apply to Taiwan either. And uh, China military is different from Russia. If China learned from the war in Ukraine, conduct a second wave of military reform, the strengthen, will strengthen its ability to uh, face war and cooperate with Taiwan's internal political a force, the fifth column, and China will continue to use force to deter the uh, United States. As a result, China's military threat to Taiwan and the uh, uh, Indo-Pacific situation 
will continue, and which will still have an impact on the global economy and peace. I hope that China will seriously consider its shortcoming of military power and handle the issue of territory sovereignty with a rational attitude. But I also hope that China will overestimate its own capability and make a fail. Operation or wrong operation and fail, and resulting in a decline in military power and economic backwardness, and no more threat to other neighbor country. So, Doctor Shen, a lot of really great insights to unpack there.、Uh, so, you first mentioned that you think one of the lessons learned China is taking is that a fast invasion is not possible or very difficult. Do you think that means that China will change it how it plans to? Invade Taiwan, as in China will not try a rapid invasion of Taiwan, or does it mean China needs to go even faster than Russia? We know that China,、uh, Taiwan's policy is、uh, always two hand strategy, soft hand and hard hand. Soft hand is uh, by uh, United Front Line, persuade and buy some politician,、uh, just like Russia also buy politician in Ukraine. But the money is corrupted by their own officer. If soft hand doesn't work, China will use hard hand to deter to the so-called Weizhe or the Wengong Wuhe、uh, to the Taiwan. But if Taiwan doesn't take any、uh, strong political action, I think this uh, um, uh, so-called Wengong Wuhe also does not work. But if Taiwan is not united together. And breaking two part, ah,、uh, pan blue and pan green, and a very strong and different idea about the、uh, China Strait. I think China will use the strong military power and the force the another part to surrender of the negotiation and use another part to fight together. And that is a very dangerous situation. But we can see from Ukraine war. Uh, because the Ukraine people united together, because some people close to Russia already moved to Russia, so Ukraine people together and、uh, fighting against Russia, so make this war right now in more than fifty days. I think it's the for Taiwan and many Taiwan people already realize that situation and think about how to united together. And President Tsai also in her speech. Also, ask and encourage that the、uh, position party to unite it together to keep Taiwan、uh, national security. A really interesting point. So you're saying one difference between Taiwan and Ukraine is the domestic politics, because Taiwan is quite divided, whereas Ukraine was quite unified, particularly under the Russian threat. And、yes. it seems like what you're saying is you're less concerned of a Chinese invasion of Taiwan anytime soon, but more probably more concerned that China may leverage different elements within Taiwan、yes. to impose issues or impact how Taiwan develops. Yeah, that's indeed a, a very a special situation for Taiwan because Taiwan is a democratic system. You can talk many you want to say, and even to. The China issue, so it's difficult than the Ukraine situation. I think in Taiwan. So can I ask, in terms of changes to China's policy or activities against Taiwan, 
have you seen China become more aggressive to Taiwan, or do you think China will become more aggressive against Taiwan, given the situation in Ukraine, or have you not seen that yet? Of course, the first point is that because of the Russia's lesson, China was thinking about, in fact, operation to resolve Taiwan issues may not successful. The second point is that. The urgent uh, or or the most important thing for Taiwan is not、uh, unify Taiwan with military, because in Taiwan we also have another political party that close to China, and China maybe want to use the model of Hong Kong that some political power close to China and someday will become a ruling party, so resolve the Taiwan. Issued with political mean or political way, so I think the invade Taiwan or united Taiwan in military is not the urgent or the first important thing for China right now. Xi Jinping or any senior officer in China now is very busy in the pandemic of COVID nineteen and Shanghai, Shanghai pandemic breaking and the power arrangement of twenty party Congress. Taiwan issue is not the first important thing, especially the lesson from the Ukraine war. So I do want to get your views on Russia, and particularly as it pertains to Taiwan. So some in the United States are worried that, given China's support to Russia right now,、uh, at least de- definitely political support, and there are questions as to as the conflict further drags on, whether China will provide more than just political support. Some are worried that this Chinese support of Russia might mean that in the future, China-Taiwan crisis, Russia might support China. What are your views? Is there more concern in Taiwan about Russia these days? I think the main consideration is the involvement of the United States and international community. In other words, if United States or the international community does not intervene. China and Russia will support each other's military operation and even provide military assistance or military weapon assistance.、Uh, if United States of international intervention, the two countries will consider their own interests and take different option. Yeah, in the beginning of the war, we can see that China, the media, or their social network, all support Russia. But when the war Become a long-term war, and the United Nations Security Council may involve after the discussion and resolution, and、uh, or international community will offer assistance or troop. Then the China attitude is changed, and in this situation, China will need Russia's assistance and support. But Russia will decide on it、uh, case by case. Maybe they are strategic counterpart, but not. Will not become an airline country. Related to this question and what you discussed earlier, you mentioned、uh, nuclear weapons. I did want to get your thoughts on if you think that, given Russia's nuclear signaling in Ukraine and how that deterred U.S. and NATO conventional intervention, that China would would rely more on nuclear weapons when it thinks about any large scale military conflict against Taiwan. Yes, I think the nuclear deterrence from Russia and from China is different because we know that the number of warhead of the Russia is more than United States, and and China now is less 
than Russia and United States. But you can see that Russia use, although they show their nuclear weapon capability or show their nuclear weapon ship and airplane and near NATO country, but I think it's a, a focus on deterrence. And Russia will not use a nuclear weapon first. But if Putin is very, very bad situation in Ukraine war, and then he faced a huge pressure from domestic or from Russia country, uh, maybe he will use a little bit of a tactical warhead in some uh, in a special battle in Ukraine war. But I think the the whole situation will not change because if Putin use nuclear weapon, the US and the NATO of course can use a nuclear weapon. I think uh, that's the very, very worst situation at that time. I think China also will not support Russia to use nuclear weapon. It's just for deterrence use. And, and let me just follow up really quickly with another question, but related to Taiwan this time. So there, there is concern that Russia's nuclear signaling could spur more interest in nuclear weapons and proliferation. Has there been any discussion within Taiwan from any scholar saying that Taiwan should think about nuclear weapons? Because we do we know historically during the Cold War, Taiwan was interested. Uh, yes, uh, of course, because uh, we know the lesson from the Ukraine. Ukraine have a nuclear weapon, but uh, this weapon already gave back to the Russia. And China also promised to give uh, extending uh, deterrent to Ukraine, but not the, right now, the China will, will not will, will do that. So some some people, uh, just like uh, uh, North Korea listen, uh, when North Korea develop nuclear weapon and United States uh, will hesitate to attack North Korea, Taiwan society, of course, some uh, expert or some scholar will say, oh, Taiwan must and need to develop nuclear weapon. Of course, in this time, we can hear some voice in the uh, media. But I think our policy, our national policy, will not develop nuclear weapon. Let me move on to uh, discussing Taiwan's response so far and sort of the next steps moving forward. So we've touched on this quite a bit already, but I did want to uh, make sure that to ask you this. Have you seen any major changes in Taiwan's defense policy? or policy towards China, given what's happening in Ukraine? Yes, uh, the Ukraine war has ended, uh, brought some uh, lesson and inspiration to Taiwan, but defense reform needed take more time because, of course, because of this war, we're thinking about that the United States will support or provide the weapon system Taiwan or not, and Taiwan's now, right now, our defense policy will change or not. We're thinking about this issue. And of course, we're thinking about that uh, re-examining the use of uh, guerrilla warfare and facilitating the reform of our reserve mobilized system. All this change will bring positive effect. In terms of the, this policy toward China, Taiwan still keep the policy of the maintaining the status quo and is willing to resume exchange and dialogue with China, but does not accept the unfair and unequity promise and, uh, or condition to Taiwan. And 
in terms of the weapon uh, procurement, the world saw that Ukraine fight against Russia with the guerrilla warfare and combined with the anti-air missile uh, like a javelin and anti-aircraft missile like Stinger and won the combat victory in the first stage of the war. However, in the second stage of the Ukraine war, similar guerrilla warfare may not necessarily be effective. And Ukraine also needs some heavy weapon system, uh, just I mentioned before, to win decisive battle. So Taiwan's defense community has a different argument or whether to use guerrilla warfare against China or use a big weapon system to against China. Uh, in particular, the Minister of Defense will not take the initiative to implement guerrilla warfare until a large uh, weapon platform cannot be purchased from United States. And the asymmetric warfare is mainly in the uh, innovation and development of the uh, tactics and rather than the purchase of small weapon system for uh, asymmetric warfare. And to preserve Taiwan's existing combat power and wait for China landing and then counterattack to the landing troop with high-tech system is also a kind of uh, asymmetric operation. There's a Taiwan defense policy thinking because it's connected that the, the policy with the United States. And the more tactical weapon or tool uh, the better in uh, operation. If we can produce this critical missile system independently, it will be more helpful to Taiwan's defense. To United's uh, uh, policy, we can see that because United States is the only country that have Taiwan Relation Act, and when Taiwan facing a threat and a very danger, will give Taiwan help or sell a weapon system to Taiwan. So I think Taiwan-United States uh, relation is very important. I cannot see a, any sign or symbol that Taiwan will change this relation. And Taiwan also now is very uh, work hard to how to strengthen or enhance that the Taiwan and United States military cooperation. If we can get more experience and the new thinking from the United States, by military cooperation, I think it's very good for Taiwan. Can I just make sure that I understood you correctly? So you said that currently uh, your Ministry of Defense is still very much interested in these large platforms and not in these shorter range asymmetric capabilities. Is that a correct characterization? I cannot see that the uh, trend change right now because you know that the uh, the guerrilla uh, weapon system is just use your own weapon system in different way. I think it's not a contradiction. In that, you need to choose one between these two different weapon systems. Great, thank you. So let me end on a final question for you. So moving forward, what worries you the most in terms of a crisis or conflict in the Taiwan Strait? Because you mentioned earlier that you weren't as concerned about a Chinese invasion and you were more concerned of China dividing Taiwan society and leveraging yeah. different elements within Taiwan. Is there a particular scenario that concerns you the most as you think about Taiwan's defense moving forward? Yes, I think the most needed to reduce the likelihood of a conflict in the future 
I think mainly uh, in uh, following three points. Uh, the first one is, is the United States intervene in this world in Taiwan's trade conflict. It's still a strategic ambiguity. Yet, the former PM of Japan, Abe, asked United States not to maintain the strategic ambiguity. You need to very clear to tell Taiwan, United States will help Taiwan. So if China major or calculate to invade Taiwan, I think the United States support to Taiwan is very important. China invade Taiwan need reason and excuses to convince Chinese people and the world. If Taiwan does not provoke China, but if China uh, want to use nationalism or historical factor uh, to invade Taiwan, I think will uh, arose uh, international condemnation to China. So Taiwan should uh, should not pursue uh, a strong or radical political activity or proposition, but to expand the world's trust and need on Taiwan high tech supply chain and uh, 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 practice of that uh, democracy and uh, freedom. The third point is, uh, as far as Taiwan is uh, uh, being concerned, it also very important whether it's uh, united internally and with a high fighting will to resist China's invasion for a long time. Taiwan can combine coastal city and big city to concern uh, China's military power in city guerrilla warfare. And it will reduce the probability of China victory, war victory, and deter China's invasion. And strong will to fight an organization and section of a reserve capability or how to enlist all people into the combat system. I think it is also very important. It's the third critical point uh, to Taiwan. But if you ask me that uh, United States and international society, what can, what can they do? I think in right now, the first one is uh, uh, you need to confirm the policy toward Taiwan, or maybe there's a, a strategic clarity. And how to treat fairly about Taiwan's sovereignty status and simple and support Taiwan to join international organization or activity and increase China's worry about the international response when China invades Taiwan. Uh, second point is uh, in addition to the sale or its assistance by combat hardware, I think software is also very important, such as a new concept of combat training and how to integrate with high-tech combat technology is what Taiwan needs, such as invite Taiwan to join the international exercise and training also can help Taiwan. And before uh, China changed intent to Taiwan, the international community should gradually reduce is dependent on China economy and production. This, this way can avoid the future sanction fail. Thank you. One final question before we wrap up, and that relates to your first point and recommendation that the U.S. change our policy of strategic ambiguity to clarity. 
Uh, so some of those who argue against that change and argue that the United States should maintain strategic ambiguity are worried that if we do clarify U.S. commitment to Taiwan, and particularly if the commitment is similar to the Taiwan Relations Act, that could, for example, encourage China to move on your outer islands, including Kim and Amatsu. Is yeah. there any concern from your end that if the United States does clarify our position, China could take more aggressive action to showcase the U.S. commitment is not as strong as you would like it to be? Uh, now, United States is a strategic clarity in Taiwan Relations Act. Uh, follow and obey the Taiwan relation is very clarity, very clear. But what kind of mean of what kind of way to support Taiwan or to help Taiwan or intervene Taiwan straight conflict is ambiguity. There also another term is a strategic level clarity, but in tactic it's ambiguity. So you need to keep the uh, ambiguity in tactical level. But United States should show that attitude that if China want to invade Taiwan for no reason, for no excuse, and just for national reason and just for their own national interest, United States and international community will not allow and will support Taiwan. I, I think this one can more clear and cl uh, to be a strategic clarity. I think Taiwan also can understand United States uh, position or United States thinking about this because we, we all know that when you're facing a very strong enemy, you don't need to him anything. You need to keep the plastic uh, because strategic uh, is plastic and active. You need to keep active and plastic. You cannot let your enemy control your future operation and action. Great. On that note, thank you very much, Dr. Shin, for joining us today. This is a wonderful discussion. Okay. Thank you, Bonnie.